Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Experiential Table. I'm Cynthia Simonian, your host and creator of Cooking Class Business School. Now, if you're looking at the calendar and having a minor freak out because there are only three months left in 2021, then I want you to tune into this special episode. Last week, I hosted a free live training called the Pre-Holiday Happy Hour. And if you missed it, or you just want to listen to it again, you are in luck because that's what you'll get in this special episode. In this training, I shared the three most important actions you can take to end the year with a bang. And by that, I mean sales. Now, the whole training was over an hour, so not all of it will be included here. But if you listen through to the end of this podcast, I'll share the very same next steps I covered in the happy hour training. So grab a pen and paper and enjoy this episode. Let's move right into the three most important actions to end 2021 with a bang. And when I say with a bang, I mean it. I mean, sales, you have momentum, you're feeling really good about your business. And you know it's not just the financials, but it's kind of everything else that goes with it. We're going to talk through that. So first action of the three, plan your corporate offer now. Okay, so not all of you are going to do corporate classes, but if you really want to move the needle with your sales, especially in the next few months, you've got to think about corporate clients. If you want to get cash in the door quickly, it is by far like the biggest bang for your buck that you can do. Now, it takes more work up front. You've got to network. You've got to figure out how to get into the right companies, but it is absolutely possible. And I'm going to show you the math in just a minute to give you an idea as to how it can really impact your financials relatively quickly. So let's first kind of talk about corporate clients in Q4. Why is it such a big deal? Well, one, companies are looking for their holiday team building events now. Okay. And when I say now, it is September 29th. And they are already starting to think about their holiday plans for their team building. Now, some of them are going to do virtual holiday parties. Some companies are, you know, not all back in the office again and probably won't be. So they are looking for ways to boost morale, kind of give people that end of year entertainment. And so they are looking for events like things that you could be offering. Most teams also have use it or lose it budgets. Okay. So that means that they are allocated a budget for the year for site team building. And if they don't spend that money, they lose it, meaning it doesn't roll over into 2022. So one of the things back in my days working in corporate, you know, you were incentivized to spend all of your money that year because otherwise there was no guarantee that you would get to spend it next year and do a bigger party or a bigger event. So some of these teams are sitting on cash. They're sitting on budgets of, you know, $100 per person per quarter is what I've been hearing. And they are looking for ways to spend that money. All right. The other thing to think about with corporate clients in Q4 is that you want to make it really, really easy for them to say yes to what it is you are going to offer. We'll talk a little bit more about how to think about it. But what I say here is make it easy, but exceptional. Meaning you need to do the work to figure out what is that perfect corporate class experience that you are going to sell. And when I say exceptional, it needs to be something that really stands out, that really would light a team up, would make them excited to spend an hour together on Zoom to create something. The person who's responsible for hiring you, the manager, the team lead, whoever it is, they are putting their trust in you. 
you know, it's actually less about what it is you're teaching. They're really interested in how are you going to create an experience that brings their team together, that bonds them, especially if they've been working remotely for the last year and a half, almost two years. So when I say that there's a big opportunity with corporate clients, I mean it. But you also have to be strategic about how you go about it. You've got to make it easy for them to say yes. You've got to create an offer that is just a no-brainer for them. But you also kind of have to do the work to make it an experience. So let me show you the math here, and then we'll talk more about the details around corporate classes. So here's an example. I often say that corporate classes can be really lucrative. And here is just, like I said, an example of what that could look like. Okay. So let's say that you, for the holidays, or even to say the month of November or December, you are going to teach two corporate classes. So maybe one is to, I don't know, a tech company and the other is to a law firm. And each of those classes has about 15 students or employees. And let's say that you want to charge per device or per student about $50, which is actually on the lower end for a corporate class. All right. So just doing that math, that gets you to $2,250, which is like meaningful revenue, right? If you think about how many individual classes you would have to teach or how many individual seats you'd have to sell if you were doing this to the public it would be a bit more of a grind. But what's beautiful about corporate classes is that you are only selling to one person. right? You're just selling to that manager. You're just selling to that team lead. So one person can bring you 15, 20, 25, 30 students. Now, I have a little asterisk at the bottom here that says, I recommend setting a minimum. So even though I've shown you how this is priced per student, I actually don't recommend you do that in your own pricing when you create your offer. I recommend having a minimum so that you're not teaching two people and only making $100. You want to make sure that you have a minimum. I like the minimums to be closer to $1,000 so that it's truly worth your time. And then you're not you know, spending the same amount of time to do everything and you're only earning a couple hundred dollars. So make sure you set a minimum. That's like a little bit of a bonus tip here. But as you can see, corporate classes can really be lucrative. They absolutely can move the needle financially. And when you have kind of a corporate class format created, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. You can just teach that over and over again. Now, corporate classes are right for you if you already have experience teaching online. So I want you to know that if you've never taught an online cooking class, don't call up Google and say, Hey, I'm going to do this awesome cookie decorating experience. You really need to make sure that you have not only the experience, but the confidence, the know-how to execute a great experience. Because once again, these companies are trusting you with their teams. And if you knock it out of the park, which I hope you do that word of mouth will spread and that can be gold for you. So don't jump too far ahead. If you haven't taught an online cooking class yet, I wouldn't dive into corporate. This is also a great opportunity for you if you have an open mind about how corporate audiences are different. So when you teach a corporate class, it's actually less about the education. Now, that might break some of your hearts if you are like all about that thing that you do and you're like, I'm obsessed with bread making and I want everyone to love bread making as much as me. Like I said, I hate to break it to you, but with a corporate class, half of the people might not even care about the bread making, but they're there because their manager said that we have to do this event. So it's your job. It's truly your role to bring an element of entertainment and to make people feel included, to make people feel excited, even if 
they are super intimidated about baking bread or they're not that interested. So your role becomes kind of part entertainer, part educator. And so that's something that you have to be open about. If you hate that idea, if you just want to teach people who want to learn how to make bread, how to make bread, then you may not find the corporate audience to be fulfilling. And that kind of goes into the next point. This is right for you if you're actually enthusiastic about teaching corporate teams. If you have no interest in it, it will come through and that experience is just going to be lackluster. So you want to do something that is, of course, aligned with your values, what lights you up. So it's not just doing it for the money here. But if you like the idea of creating a really fun, like I said, part educational, part entertaining offer, then you should really consider the corporate class side of the business. Okay. So here are your next steps. So if you are nodding your head and you're like, yes, Cynthia, I'm all in. I want to do these corporate classes. I want to get them off the ground. Like I said, you've got to start now. Okay. Absolutely now. So what I want you to do is brainstorm one to three corporate classes that you could teach. Less is more here. So when I mentioned earlier, you want to make it easy for your clients to say yes. That actually means give them fewer options. If you have one signature option or offer, you know that's your corporate class offer and that's it, there's a greater chance they're going to say yes to that than if you give them 10 or 15 different possibilities. Or if you leave it super open and say, you know, customize it, make it your own. So focus on fewer options here. Take a look at your classes that you've taught that have been really popular. Think about your niche. Think about what do you want to be known for? And that can help you start to think about what corporate classes to offer. You also want to focus on the experience more than the education. This can be tough for a lot of you who are you know, so tied to teaching people specific skills and techniques. Yes, you're going to weave that in. But you have to also think about making your class very inclusive and entertaining, even for people who frankly don't care a lot about the cooking or baking. Then you want to reach out to your network. You may think that you don't know anyone who works at a company that would be a good fit, but you would be surprised. So dig through your contacts. Traditionally, companies like larger tech companies, law firms, finance companies, consulting firms, those are the companies that have pretty big budgets and they can allocate to team building. So try and find people who work in those traditional companies and you can always expand from there. But I would start with those types of companies first. Now, if you are a CCBS alum or a current student, you do have access to the corporate client blueprint. This was added actually not too long ago. So if you graduated and you don't remember this, that's because it's been added and it's new and you get lifetime access to everything. So this is a 14-page blueprint to help you get into the corporate client market. You can follow it step-by-step and you have access to that now. All right. Action number two is embrace the tech even if it scares you. Do you all know what I'm going to talk about now? Yeah. Take a guess. We're going to talk about air subs. And many of you either were using air subs, were thinking of using air subs. And if you have no idea what air subs is, basically it's a platform that allows you to list your classes, sell them, collect payment, get the Zoom link set up, all of that. It was a platform that a lot of people, like I said, used or were starting to use. And then they came out with this news that they are shutting down December 1st, which actually led to this training, frankly, because so many people were messaging me and emailing me saying, Oh my gosh, what do I do? So I want to not so much talk about AirSubs specifically, because AirSubs is one example of what's happening in spaces like ours that move quickly, kind of attract a lot of attention, especially during COVID. 
So what I want to do is talk about startups. <laughs> you might be like, listen, we're talking about online cooking classes. I want to talk about startups. So I actually worked at a startup for five years and that startup raised a lot of money. And ultimately, we didn't reach our goals. And when we raised money, we raised from venture capitalists. And venture capitalists have kind of a different point of view than us when it comes to business. I'll just say this. They go for like home run type businesses. So they'll invest millions of dollars in, I'd say, like 100 businesses, right? They place multiple bets. And they are hoping that one of them strikes gold and becomes like this crazy, you know, next Facebook, right? Well, when you are a small startup that raises money from Silicon Valley and venture capitalists, you undergo a lot of pressure to show growth, meaning you need to have users signing up every single day. And in the case of AirSubs and a lot of these platforms, who are the users? You are all the users, right? So if you were getting you know, a lot of inbound emails and DMs, not only from them, but there are other platforms out there that are asking you, hey, we want a demo. We want you to sign up. We want you to try us out. It's because, of course, they need to grow their business, but they need to grow it really, really quickly to be able to show their investors that, yeah, like you made the right investment and we're going to keep going. So unfortunately, the truth is most startups fail. That's just the nature of how the business works. I mean, you cannot always have like what they call hockey stick growth, where it's like, you know, every day you're growing your user base exponentially. That doesn't happen with every business, right? And we know that. Like our businesses are different. Our businesses are we sell, we get cash in, we manage our expenses. Like we're not raising millions of dollars. So we think about things a little bit differently. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because when you are using a platform that is backed by venture capitalists or is really, really new, right? Like Airsubs launched in 2020. You are taking a risk, right? You're just simply taking a risk. And it's not like you're going to lose millions. The downside for you is that you're going to be where you are today if you were using AirSubs, which is now you're trying to find another solution. So here is my advice. Choose providers that have a proven track record. Okay. So do your homework and ask questions when these platforms reach out to you or when you're looking into solutions. That doesn't mean to say you shouldn't use a platform that is new. It's up to you, right? It's up to you to make that decision. But if I wanted to kind of reduce the risk of having to switch every year, I would go for a platform that maybe wasn't as beautiful or wasn't as sophisticated, but was actually going to stick around, right? And that is a decision that you make as a business owner. So when we're talking about platforms here, what we're really talking about is your class sales setup. It's that process of when people get to your registration page, they put in their information, they pay, then they get the confirmation email, right? It's that whole registration process that I know many of you don't get excited by, right? It doesn't light you up. <laughs> but unfortunately, it is a very, very key part of your business. So as an online culinary business owner, you have to embrace the tech here, right? You just have to. And I'm not saying you have to implement everything yourself. But you just have to get over this idea that the tech doesn't matter or that the tech is just a headache. Like we've got to shift our mindset here because the tech is what enables you to do what you do. Without the tech, how would you be able to sell classes to people who are halfway around the world? So the more tech you know, and I don't mean like you're coding it and you're implementing it, I just mean the more aware you are of the tech that you need, the more empowered you will be. And I think a lot of you, when AirSubs announced their shutdown, felt like you know you like lost your breath. Like, 
oh no, like what am I going to do? Like, I feel like I'm vulnerable. I feel like I don't know what to do next. And you never want to feel that way, right? You never want one platform to dictate the success of your business. And that goes across everything, right? That's why email marketing is important because I never want your business to be solely based on Instagram or Facebook, right? The same goes for a sales platform. So let's talk about taking a step back. What are the things that you need for your online cooking class setup, for your sales page setup? Because we look at a tool like Airsubs and we're like, oh my gosh, they do everything. If they disappear, what am I going to do? Well, let's just think about what are the actual pieces of the puzzle and how can you figure out what needs to be solved? So at a minimum, you need a web page for people to see what you're selling. Okay. So you need a sales page. Now it doesn't have to be your own website. You can use, for example, Airsubs had a page for your classes. So you didn't need a website. You could use Eventbrite. You could use a variety of tools that will create a page for you. If you have a website, great. That would be your webpage. Then you need a payment provider because when people get to your sales page, they're like, okay, Cynthia's offering an intro to sushi class. This looks great. Now I want to purchase. So you need to find a way for people to actually make that payment. Essentially, what you're looking for is like an e-commerce tool. The third thing is a Zoom link, right? Most of you are teaching on Zoom. Zoom Pro is $15 a month. So you would need to have a Zoom Pro level membership. The free Zoom only gets you a 40-minute class. So you're going to need more than that. And then you need email confirmations, right? So once people register, they need to get an email confirming their registration. I teach that you will also want to send a reminder and a follow-up after the class. And so for that, you're going to use your email service provider. Now, these four elements, Airsubs did all in one, right? Which is why I made it really appealing. There are other platforms out there that are going to do this all-in-one as well. But I'm breaking this down for you because I want you to see that there are just four things you have to figure out. <laughs> okay, I want you to like take a step back and not be so overwhelmed or feel so vulnerable that you can't figure it out because you can. Now, there is no one-size-fits-all. So some of you may use your WordPress site for your sales page and then use WooCommerce, which is a plugin for WordPress as your payment provider. And then you have your Zoom link. And then for your email, you might use Flowdesk, right? So there is no right or wrong formula here. But what I want you to see is that it is possible for you to figure out what works for you. But there is no one-size-fits-all solution. If I did a poll right now and asked you what website builder you use, what email tool you use, you're going to give me like 20 different responses. (laughs) So that's the challenge here. There is no one-size-fits-all. But you need to understand what you need and then go and figure out what the tools are to help you solve those problems. So here are your next steps, right? You know, whether it's Airsubs or just another platform and you're hesitant to join something new, here is what I would encourage you to do. One is research your options based on your needs. Consider the company's history when you do your research. If they have been around since 2 months ago, then I'm not saying don't use them, but you should be very skeptical and you should ask yourself what happens when they inevitably disappear. You should always assume that they're going to disappear. Now, companies like Eventbrite have been around since 2006, which is why I actually teach you how to set up your classes using Eventbrite in Cooking Class Business School because Eventbrite is a public company. It's not going away. But imagine if I had like created custom content around all of these startups that are popping up. I mean, that would be (laughs) risky on my end, right? 
Then what you're going to do is after you research, you're going to make your best decision possible and just stick to it. Okay. I don't want you to spend too much time on the tech here. While it's important that people can sign up and they have a good experience doing so, 99% of the people who get to your class page have already built that relationship with you. They already understand who you are and what you teach, and they just want to sign up for your darn class. (laughs) So... Don't overthink this. Your sales page is not going to make or break your business. Yes, it's important to have the right information, to have pictures, to have your bio, but this is not the most important piece of your business. I'd rather you spend more time on the marketing and the promotion side than stressing out over the tech. Once you make your best decision possible and you stick to it, you can ask for help. Okay, so you don't have to do this alone. Some of you may not know this, but when you pay for a service, Oftentimes, they will provide you with support. Usually, the more you pay, the better the support. But don't forget that these services and these platforms that you are working with, that you're exploring, they have support teams, they have tech teams, and it's their job to help you out. So a lot of them have really great resources. Don't forget to just contact them. You also can work with a contractor. So as I mentioned earlier, you don't have to implement all this yourself, but you need to know what the structure is. You need to know what parts are going to speak to what, right? What are you using for your sales page? How are people going to pay? How is Zoom going to be added in? You need to understand that, but you don't have to build it. So to actually implement it, let's say you use WordPress and you want to set up WooCommerce. You've heard of WooCommerce, but you don't know how to do it. And you don't want to spend the time to talk to tech support. You can go on Upwork and create a job posting that's very specific and says exactly what you want. And you can find someone to do it for you for a relatively good price. Okay. I use Upwork a lot (laughs) and I consider myself to be tech savvy, but sometimes it's like, you know what? This is not worth my time to do, but someone needs to do it. You also can join a program that offers coaching and support. Hmm. I wonder what I'm talking about here, but it's true. So in Cooking Class Business School, we have a student support community on Facebook. And literally, people can come in with any question about any tech platform, plugin, whatever it is that they're sorting out, and I'll help them. So that is something that I love to do. I love to troubleshoot. And so I'm a resource, but there are other resources out there that you can all take advantage of. Now, again, for those of you who are already in Cooking Class Business School or are alums, you do have access to our tech tutorials. So I just want to remind you of this. In recipe four, you have tech tutorials that walk you through how to set up your sales page using Eventbrite. And we have the beginner and the advanced tutorials. Now, this was updated in the spring. So some of you who are from like the fall class of last year may not know that this exists. So I'm letting you know now you have tech tutorials. They're all video tutorials that walk you through things step by step. Okay. Now, action number three is to seek support. Okay, don't reinvent the wheel. This is really, really important if you want to move the needle in the next three months. I have so many conversations with you all that are like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. I'm just going to figure it out on my own. And at the end of the day, it never happens. You don't figure it out on your own. You waste a ton of time, you waste a lot of money, and you find yourself in the same position. So, Here's the thing. I don't care if you're asking me for help, if you want to work with me, or if you want to find someone else or a peer, but don't reinvent the wheel. So much of this has already been figured out and tried and tested from your peers. There's no reason for you to start from scratch, especially when you have big goals between now and December 31st. So you may say, building business is lonely and hard. 
Yes, I get it. I'm a solopreneur. It is freaking hard. Sales have slowed down. I get it. Sales have slowed down across all industries right now. <laughs> like it's just a weird time. A lot of you are saying that keeping up with everything is overwhelming. Absolutely. I get this. These are the things that I hear so often, especially on Instagram in the DMs. This is what I like to tell people is figuring it out yourself. I get that a lot. People are like, I'm going to just figure it out myself. When I hear that, what I hear is that you are going to be spending a ton of time, a ton of money and losing your sanity at the same time because you just want to do it on your own. Now, you don't want to do it on your own, but you think that's the only way. And so that is the challenge. How do you balance the fact that you have limited time? How do you balance the fact that you have limited money? And how do you do this all while still staying sane? That's the hard part. And so figuring it out yourself is not the way to go. Okay. That being said, there are no shortcuts to doing the work. Like you've got to do the work. But if you want to speed up your results, if you want to fast track your results, if you want to not make the mistakes that hundreds of people have made before you, because why do that, right? Why reinvent the wheel? Why go down a path that's going to lead to a dead end when I could tell you right now to go down another path that's actually going to lead to success? If you want to actually speed up your results, you need to have a strategy and you need to have support. You need to have both. So some of you may already have a strategy and you may come in here being like, Cynthia, I know exactly what I'm going to do for the next three months. I'm good to go. Some of you may say, I already have the support. I'm part of another group program. I have a mastermind with some other people that I'm in and like I've got that covered. Great. You need to have both. I'm going to take a look in the chat here and see what some of you are saying. Rick says, I'm having to second guess what students really want. What they say they want me to teach and what they sign up for are different. Yeah. Donna says, setting my own expectations, self-talk. So much of this is mindset related. So much of this is what's in your head and not actually like taking a step back and objectively looking at the information. Sometimes we get caught up in our own minds and it's not the work that's hard. It's that mental hurdle that we have to kind of overcome to get us there. And that's what makes running a small business so hard. I can give you a framework and we're going to talk about that. I can give you, you know, these slides, I can give you the blueprints, but if you have these mindset challenges, these hurdles, if you don't feel like you can do it, if you doubt yourself, if you, you know, have imposter syndrome, all of these things that we hear about, we talk about, we feel, none of that matters. So that's a big part of what I do and how I work with my students. You know, coaching is a big part of my program because I want you to know that you know it isn't as simple as just following a framework. Like I'm going to show you the framework now and you can take it and run with it. But I know that you're going to have the most success if you actually have the support to implement it. And by that, I mean not just technical support, but having like that mental support, having the encouragement, knowing that you're not alone, knowing that there are other people who are in this with you. All right. So the three most important actions that you can take to take advantage of the next three months. Okay. That's what this is about. The first is to plan your corporate offer now. Think about if a corporate market makes sense for you, if that's something that you're excited to do, going back to those, you're ready for this if, 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 if you were nodding your head yes to all of those things, then I don't want you to hesitate. This is a huge opportunity. And you know, someone is going to be teaching these teams. Someone is going to be getting that business. So why not you? The second thing to do is to embrace the tech. Let's say you don't want to do corporate classes. You want to have some downtime this winter. That's fine. Spend the next few months really figuring out your tech setup. 
Remove your reliance, remove your dependence on some of these platforms that could disappear tomorrow. You can figure it out. I have full confidence that you can. And there are ways that you can get help, as I had pointed out earlier. The third thing is to seek support. Okay. So as you go into these next three months, don't think that you have to start from scratch or reinvent the wheel. You absolutely shouldn't. So tap into people who have done what you want to do, whether it's reaching out to a peer, you know, who you see on Instagram doing what you want to do, send them a DM. If you want more formal support, if you want to, you know, really be part of an intensive program, then come talk to me, right? And I'm going to talk about cooking class business school at the end of this, but it doesn't have to be through my program. Just in general, know that you don't need to do things alone. And in fact, doing so is going to cost you more time and more money. And at the end of the day, I know that's something that we are all trying to protect as business owners. Those are our most valuable resources. Okay. That wraps up today's show. I hope you found my three must-take actions valuable as you think about ways you can drive more sales in your online culinary business between now and December 31st. Now, if you want to learn even more about my four-step framework for creating and marketing profitable online cooking classes, then I want you to join me in my free masterclass. Inside, you'll not only get the exact same framework I teach my students in cooking class business school, but you'll also learn more about how I can support you in my program. You can register for the masterclass by going to hiddenrhythm.com slash masterclass. I hope to see you there. And until next week, get excited to get experiential.